welcome to um, the best of 2011 Bollywood uh, You Podcast, um, the Under Promise Over Deliver Podcast. A lot of people actually don't even know what You Podcast stands for, but that's what it stands for. Um, as every year, we'll be um, counting down all the best releases of the year, discussing the year, and we have the best Bollywood bloggers and voices <laughs> on the internet with us. Um, first of all, um, the one and only diva of Bloggywood and my sister in Snark. I'm happy to have her back. <laughs> Filmy girl. Hi, everybody. Um, yes, I'm back to talk about movies that I've seen and complain about ones that I didn't see because I didn't think I would like them. But I don't think that should stop me from being able to complain about them. Of course not. I had to watch all the promotions. I mean, that should count mm-hmm. for something, right? Yeah, and you've been you've been quite uh, you've been, <laughs> you've been like kind of letting loose on all the possible blows lately, right? All the lists you've been uh, posting. <laughs> yeah. I- oh yeah, I, I think I have what I I'm almost post number three, which is my top lead performances mm-hmm. of 2011. But by the time people are hearing this, it should be up. Perfect. But yeah, that's a lot of 2011 recap. So I'm good to go. Even me and Beth were talking, Beth from Beth Loves Bollywood, um, that we're just jealous the amount of content that you can drop. Um, it's <laughs> amazing. Um, it's uh, Yeah, we're very, very jealous, uh, Filmy Girl. Um, our second guest, um, the Queen Bee of Masala Pradesh and the lady <laughs> whose British accent has even beaten mine when I'm actually recording this from London, uh, Ruminik Nanar. Uh, how's it going, Ruminik? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me back and to unveil my beautiful voice. Um, <laughs> I did see many of the films that Kara didn't want to see, so I will be offering a semi-nice take on those, I think. So hopefully you'll like that. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a bit more of an art uh, art house flavor going on in your I list. I do, so yeah, that's definitely. That's pretty cool. And uh, finally, a new guest and uh, the, an infamous man or bear that um, the police of 11 countries couldn't find out his secret identity. And I'm sure we won't be getting any closer tonight. Our favorite bear, Curry Bear. Hey, Asim. How's it going? Good to have you on, man. I know. We've been playing this podcast forever, it seems like. Uh, and now you get to finally hear me. Yeah, and, and this way our uh, uh, male and female voices, our yin and yang is balanced because uh, <laughs> I, I can tend to be a bit more sensitive, so I'll, I'll hope you can kind of add the snarkiness to it. Absolutely. You know, I'll make fun of these two girls right here. <laughs> start with hey. <laughs> While oh. they're sitting here in front of us. <laughs> no, man. What I'll... are they going to do from behind the computer, right? <laughs> oh. No, no, man. I'll, I'm the host. I'll protect uh, the ladies on the, on the You podcast. Don't worry. I'll be about nice. It. I'll be nice. We'll just make fun of the movies. <laughs> we'll just make fun of the movies. Okay, so what we're going to be doing at this episode, and I have a feeling this will probably be a long one, so um, if listeners want to cut it up into pieces and listen to it in different uh, parts, that's okay. Um, we'll be um, just talking about some general trends about 2011, things we kind of liked, things we didn't like, things we'd like to see more of in tw- 2012, stuff, some stuff that we'd never want to see again. Um, then we're going to be running down our top five picks. Uh, we did top five picks because I <laughs> told everybody to have top five picks. And I also felt that if we did a top ten list, it would be a lot of overlap and it, the discussion would just get a bit, you know, it would lag a little bit. So top five lists and then we'll be talking about... Um, what movies we're looking forward to in 2012. Um, so I think that'll be a pretty good show, and I hope uh, guys, list, uh, the people listening will enjoy it. So let's get started. Um, 
let's get started with uh, Kara, um, Filmy Girl. What did you think of uh, just kind of your general thoughts about 2011? I know everybody that reads your blog, like I do, um, <laughs> has already a pretty good idea, but just kind of short your general thoughts mm-hmm. about 2011. I actually really liked 2011 for movies. I think it's one of the best years so far um, in, well, in the last decade, I guess. Um, I thought there was a really strong trend towards stronger roles for women, which was nice. Um, you know, Vidya Balan in Dirty Picture and No One Killed Jessica and, you know, the return of Rani Mukherjee and Katrina and Karina having big sort of almost solo heroine films. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a really good trend. And I like the... Um, Uh, sorry, my cat just ran by. <laughs> um, no yeah, um, yeah, and I like the trend towards, uh, well, I love the South Indian remakes and trend towards more action and more masala and away from sort of the NRI romances, which we've seen a lot of, a lot of in the 2000s. So, yeah, I mean, I think overall I, I liked 2011. Yeah, I think the NRI kind of uh, movies, they uh, were a remnant of the 90s. And uh, within the first decade of the 2000s, they really kind of become stale. Um, so I agree with you that it's kind of the death of the NRI movie. But, I mean, people just love them and Yash Chopra's and the current jars will keep churning them out. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think we're, we're completely rid of them yet. But, um, yeah, there's definitely a, a change in the, in, the, in the wave in a way. Yeah, I mean... Considering that, I think one of the biggest NRI romances this year was um, Mary Brother Ki Dulhan, which mostly took place in Delhi. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty big signal right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ram, do you have any thoughts about Well, I think I definitely thought 2011 was the year of, like, indie movies. So, like, there was a Shaitan, there was a Delhi Valley, and there was, like, all of those smaller movies that really were, like, the place to go for a good performance and all of that. But I was definitely upset and annoyed with the complete hype over Rowan and the publicity machine. Like, it's just been overdrive this year. It's terrible, like... Yeah. Honestly, Shah Khan, I think as much as I do love him, he does need to take a break for and, a while. And have some a carbs. Long time. <laughs> and have some carbs, yeah. right? Like seriously. I know. He looks very bad and very tired and very like Yeah, yeah. So Uh, filmy girl don't you feel nice we have somebody else hating on Sharuk too it's not only only, you, only up to a certain extent <laughs> no I, but I don't hate Sharuk I think I that's the thing that people like miss out but yeah I totally agree the promotions but you know what makes me kind of happy though is that the backlash like it wasn't just me I feel like there was a pretty big backlash against mm-hmm. all the promotions for Raw 1 like I don't think anybody enjoyed that yeah. so I mean I don't know if producers are going to continue to do it because it did drive a big crowd in but i mean i i think it really was a big backlash he's against the film because of it power. yeah he's got his staying power like, like when i went to see it in the cinema in vancouver it was i saw it in 3d and there was such a big crowd but i think when we all came out we were like oh my gosh what have you got to watch and but i i think we do have to kind of praise him because the visuals were quite amazing in that like the stunt work and all of that but yeah, we'll be talking about that more yeah. in detail I'm yeah sure. i mean were they on par with hollywood because i think that's <laughs> everybody really wants to know <laughs> on par um, with hollywood perhaps <laughs> curry man um what, what did what did you think of uh, 2011 what did, what did you think of rawan 
Uh, well, first of all, yeah, I agree with uh, what Filmy Girl and Rumi just said, you know. Um, my v- opinion is pretty much the same, you know. Uh, there were good, uh, strong female movies. Uh, I, I fucking hate SRK, I'll say it, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Rukh Khan, you know, just, uh, I've only, I'll say this, I've only liked Rukh Khan in the early 90s when he did those bad guy roles, you know, Bazigar and Anjam and things like that. And uh, in the last decade, I liked him for, uh, you know, uh, he did uh, Swades and uh, Chuck the India. But everything else of his, you know, I'm not a big fan. And Raw One was just, I don't know. I, I, I just had to, like, be high to enjoy that movie or something. You know? <laughs> it, I mean, the 3D wasn't even great. You know, it was like you put on your glasses, it's slightly less sharper. That's about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to it. And uh, I don't know if any of you guys have um, have seen this movie, uh, Love Breakup Zindagi. Uh, Shark makes a cameo in that movie, and oh my god, he looks horrible. Oh god. He looks like he was hit by a bus or something. I mean, you could see his age in that movie, you know, without the makeup and everything. Mm. Um, yeah, why but, would I watch a movie with Zayed Khan and Dia Mirza, man? Like, no I know, I know. I, I was forced to see that movie. Oh, just okay. But didn't he also do, he did a, an item song, I think, in... Um, one of the it was the always oh, like always kabi kabi I think yes yes always yes always kabi kabi horrible <laughs> satellite <laughs> something right satellite I think or... that made somebody's worst list I forget which worst list I read but that definitely was up there <laughs> yeah but he produced that even I think that movie right yeah I which was a big flop I think yeah, yeah. yeah CB so what else about t- 2011 oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Talking to me, Asim? Yeah, yeah, I was asking uh, just your yeah, general thoughts uh, about 2011. Overall, you know, I think the big hits were kind of like a disappointment, you know, like Bodyguard, you know, Raw One. This, I really enjoyed, like, the, I guess, the independent and the smaller films a lot more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had, like, a much more impact on me than the bigger name uh, budget movies. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, okay, my, I mean... My general thoughts is, I mean, let's just go into some of the few trends that I saw in 2011. And you guys can agree, disagree, or kind of just uh, um, give your two cents. I mean, for me, 2011 is pretty much the year of Salman Khan. Um, mm-hmm. And being a Salman Khan fan, I'm, I've been waiting for like almost a decade to be able to say this was the year of Salman Khan. Um, <laughs> although he had Wanted and the Bung last year... Um, He also had Mayor Mrs. Khanna, I think, right? Um, or kind of like in that same period. I'm not really good with chronology and whatnot. But this year, he had like two massive hits, uh, Ready and Bodyguard. Um, but unfortunately, it's n- I didn't really love any of those movies. And I, I, I kind of feel weird saying that. I liked Shah Rukh's movies more than I even liked Salman's <laughs> movies this year. Um, which, again, for a Salman Khan fan, is a really weird thing to say. Um, but What yeah. kind of side are you on, honestly? I, I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> flipping sides. Um, but yes, you know what yeah. was the biggest sign of that it was a Salman Khan year was that every other movie was being judged against either Ready or Bodyguard. Yeah. You know, every other film collection was like, is it going to be Ready? Is it going to be Bodyguard? Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't think that would have happened yeah. two or three years ago, you know? No, I mean, he was out of the race to, I mean, he, he almost became like a joke for a lot of people, you know, and a lot yeah. of his legal hassles and whatnot. But the thing is with Salman is like every time people try to knock him out, he comes back 
very strong. The problem then is that he kind of gets complacent. And that's my worry now. How long will this era of Salman Khan last? Uh, I hope it does. And I hope he kind of is uh, motivated to kind of keep this uh, energy going. Um, and uh, yeah, but I, the same thing with Shah Rukh, I feel. Whenever he's kind of knocked down or he's in an underdog position, he comes back really strong. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few years, but um, it's going to be interesting, I think. I definitely like the metaness of Sh- uh, Salman Khan, just like playing up all his strength and yeah. his like his biceps, of course, and that yeah. way of talking. But yeah. I think maybe he needs to lay off the remakes of the Southie movies, just try something new to to bring us back to like his romantic roles or something like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Although I think he's kind of staying away from romance for a little bit, mm-hmm. looking at his movies of next year. But I mean. Uh, Curry Bear, you're, you're, you're kind of, you also kind of like Salman, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just about to tell you, man. I am like Team Salman all the way. Also, because uh, you guys have the same body, right? Of course, of course. Those uh, <laughs> 21 inch biceps, yeah. Because you have no. your shirt off right now, right? <laughs> That's exactly how I do every podcast, yeah. And Daisy Duke shorts. <laughs> Cut off. Uh, yeah, Rating John a, Abraham's wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Salman was a little bit of a disappointment this year, but you know, I still watch his movies just because I know what I'm getting from it. You know, yeah. I enjoyed. You know, I love watching him kicking ass. You know, giving out cheesy dialogues. But uh, Bodyguard and Ready were a disappointment compared to you know his previous uh, work like you know The Bung or Wanted. Yeah, and. Uh, you're right. Like I'm wondering too. Like how long is Salman Khan gonna keep doing it for? Because you know his age is kind of showing too, and you know he's. I think he's fifty or nearly uh, forty nearing something. 50, they're all 40 40 something, something, yeah. Aren't they? yeah. They're all about born in sixty-five. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's only got a few more years, I would say, of doing this before. Uh, I, I don't know if he's gonna retire. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I, I still want him to. You know keep making movies like he does yeah although look at uh, Stallone I think some shots came out of his new movie next year he's 65 man the guy is ripped like a tank so I, I don't know man if that's I, I don't think he can keep taking his shirt off the way he does but I hope he does man I hope he does <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of taking me to my second trend and Kara you kind of mentioned it is a Southification of Bollywood um and I think, I think to a certain degree, this is a trend again started by Salman Khan with Tere Naam. Um, and now mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think there's more to come even more next year. I've, I've been reading that every other hero is going through every South release of the last year and uh, trying to watch DVDs and uh, um, see where they can fit in. I even heard Ranveer is kind of looking for something like that. Um, so, yeah, I know... I don't. I think out of all of us, Kara, you watch most of the Southie movies, right? And you're kind of always like pushing them and kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I really like them actually, and uh, I try to watch whatever I can. It's hard just because um, they they don't have the distribution that Hindi films do, and um, sometimes they don't even have subtitles. Like I went to go see Vikram's latest movie. Uh, it was Tamil with no subtitles, but it was pure masala, so I had absolutely no problem understanding anything <laughs> that was happening because it was, you know, um, one of those mindless masala films. But it was just a lot of fun. So, I mean, I think I, I've i been enjoying the remake trend just because I think the South Indian film industries, I mean, they're so full of remakes anyway. 
a hit film in one industry will get remade in all the other ones and each one has kind of a different twist on it so I feel like with the Hindi uh, you know production companies remaking these South Indian films it's kind of like they're joining in with the rest of the Indian film industries and not like a separate thing they're like oh we're part of we're part of this too yeah which is kind of I mean it's I think it's kind of nice, and so the, it's always a different twist. Um, it's never, it's never a frame for frame remake because that wouldn't. I mean, that wouldn't fly with Hindi audiences anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's a a unique trend, and um, yeah, and I'd be curious to see what they do with some of the hits from this year, because there were some interesting films that came out this year, and I know at least one, just a KV Anand film called Ko. I think I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, it's. Prakash Jha that's remaking it so oh okay <laughs> yeah it should be kind of like I don't know how it's going to happen but that should be interesting mm. so Ram um, do you feel like when we remake these regional movies do you feel that they I don't know do you watch South Indian movies or um, I try to as but they don't ever come to Vancouver so I have to watch yeah. them online but I do I, I like the trend it's definitely bringing back the masala hero and I like that definitely but, but I would do you feel I would like to do you see like other people do some South Indian roles like apart from Shark I mean sorry someone can then yeah but do you feel that they lose something when they get translated to Bollywood in a way or do you think it adds something I I think it probably adds something depending on the actor because like definitely with um I bodyguard and then they had I think who did they have in the South Indian one um Remember now, but uh, the guy in that was very like cutesy, very ordinary looking guy. But then when it was Salman Khan being the bodyguard, he really rocked it. Like he, yeah. As much as I don't like that movie, he really made it a lot of a like yeah. a much better movie. And I think it always depends on the actors and yeah. how they like transpose it as well. I, I think that I had that a lot with Wanted because I did watch mm-hmm. the original ver- version of it. Yeah. And Kara, um, who's 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 that? Is that Mahesh Babu? Or it's Mahesh Babu, and yeah. I actually agree with you. Okay. I like the um, I like Wanted a lot better than the original. Yeah, Pokri, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you just need Salman's physicality, and I think they do really adapt the movie to him, which is a very smart way to th- do things. Uh, well, you have to, and I think the nice thing about these, a lot of the South Indian films is because they're so built around the hero that you can, if you have a hero with a hero persona, it's so easy to just, you know, retool it for a different person and have it be a different film, even though the story is the same, like, it's yeah. it's a different film. Yeah. Definitely. I think Singham was definitely one of those ones that... Mm. Felt like a sh- like a Salman movie, but I think uh-huh. they can really, really made it like a good movie. Just because yeah. that's a return to his action roots and screaming and shouting for most of the time. But <laughs> so cur- I think that was a good one. Yeah. Cur- curry bear. I mean, like yeah, like uh, Ram mentioned, you had Ajay Dave, you know, Dave Gunn taking on a South Road. You had uh, Salman Khan taking over some South Roads. You had John Abraham even doing the mm-hmm. same. Um, who do you think kind of pulled it off the best? Uh, I definitely think uh, Ajay Devgan did a pretty good job in Singham. I like that. Uh, Force, you know, I mean, John Abraham as so-so in the movie, I felt was a little... Yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much, but uh, Singham, I really enjoyed I mean, you know, you know what you're getting into when you're watching Singham, and it delivers. 
It delivers uh, more actually even than yeah. I expected. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more, and I think a lot from Singham is because of uh, Prakash Raj, right? Um, oh, oh and yeah, he's amazing. Well, and then also, I don't know if you all like Rohit Shetty, but I just love his direction style in those mm-hmm. really ridiculous <laughs> car stunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when the thing is going in the air and he jumps out of the fire yeah, and goes to shoot people. It was I so think, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen so many of Rohit Chetty's movies, and I, I really like them all. But yeah, I love his everything that he does with cars. I don't know why. <laughs> Where he pulls that guy out of the jeep and uh, you know beats him. Yeah, while yeah. it's flipping. With the lamppost. While it's flipping that- in midair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I would mind seeing more like Ajay Devgan South roles, just because he offers an alternative to Salman, which I like because I'm not much of a Salmani. Uh, well, Someone next year, I think so. everyone is doing them. Akshay mm-hmm. and even Sharok just signed on for one. And um, yeah, I think everybody is doing one next year. Oh, it's going to get it's going to get messy because I do yeah. have some problems with certification too, um, especially the roles of uh, women. Funnily enough, when they mm-hmm. uh, it's it, I, I, there's a few tropes in there that I don't agree with. Um, mm. But uh, Curry Bear Man, there were not only South remakes; there were also Hollywood remakes, right? Um, <laughs> How did you feel about those? Like Hollywood remakes. Let's see which ones. Well, uh, well, every other movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we, we're having players now. Okay, that's a 2012. That's, well, you know what I've heard about players is yeah, it's that it's a legit remake. Like they've actually taken permission. I, I don't know if anyone can confirm this, but that's what mm-hmm. I've heard. I think no, they so did. Like, they, so they officially they, bought the rights. Um, but I think the question now is why did they bother? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> because nobody else seems to be doing it. You know. Uh, and like, they, yeah, and just you know, to buy the official remakes. I mean, it was like when Karan Johar remade Stepmom. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like the films are so widely available anyway that somebody that wants to see Stepmom would have already seen Stepmom. I mean, who are they making these movies for? You know? Yeah, and they're not really doing gangbusters either. You know? It's no, not like they're not. They, not any of them have been like massive hits. So maybe that's not something that they should be. Uh, Focusing on too much. Yeah, purchasing official rights. I mean, it may get you brownie points with like certain media people, but I mean, what does it? It doesn't get you box office. It doesn't get you. Like, yeah. I'm just really looking forward to the my cousin Vinny. Why is that not come out? The Chichi one. I'm so excited for that. Like. That is one I would say. They're just waiting for that one. Well, (laughs) Naughty at 40 was some remake, right? Of um, uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. I never watched it. I think you did, right? Or who watched that movie? I didn't see it. That's the one with uh, Govinda. Yeah, Govinda Mm. and something. But they wasted (laughs) such a good heroine in that movie. Because I've seen, I forget her name, but I saw her in this Kannada film, and she was so good. And yeah, here she is in... Bollywood making movies opposite Govinda is kind of sad. Yeah. I just feel like Bollywood wouldn't be Bollywood if they didn't copy like, you know, 50 American movies a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Faltu was a remake or kind of, of a, Yeah, Faltu was a remake of uh, Accepted with yeah. Justin Long, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, Love yeah, Ka, Love Ka the End was a remake of uh, oh, yeah. John Tucker. Um, some would say Ragini MMS was kind of an adaptation or an inspiration from the Paranormal Activity movies. Um, so oh, and wasn't even Ladies vs. Ricky Ball supposed to be a yeah, remake it was. or something? It yeah, was. it was. Um, and then we had Dawn 2, which was Mission Impossible, Ocean Eleven, <laughs> and God knows what else. Yeah. <laughs> we had Speedy Sings, which was a remake of The Mighty Ducks uh, with Ben oh, and Mike Beckham. 
Um, so they're, they're, horrible. they were. Horrible. I went to see it in the cinema, and that was the only Indian thing that I ever came to this town, and I was so disappointed. Uh, <laughs> Rascals was a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Uh, soundtrack was a remake of Twenty uh, Four Hour Party People. Oh, that's another one that they purchased. Purchased, yeah. Didn't they? I think it's all yeah, gone to Tong as yeah. well. Oh, it's, that's the one. Sorry, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. probably confused then. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Desi Boys, but uh, was was that a remake of something? No, it wasn't probably. I don't. Right. No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. When I when I interviewed Omi, I had to ask him about Desi Boys, and um, yeah, when I now finally you, post that up, I'll uh, <laughs> you can read about it. But okay, <laughs> Desi Boys. I mean, I, it was. I would say mostly original, but I got a little hint of like uh, Big Daddy with Adam Sandler, right, right, with right. Uh, Yakshay Kumar and the kid, and yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't seen it, so I I can't even comment about it. Um, I liked it. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think those were kind of the trends that I saw. I mean, I don't really. Like, Room, you were mentioning that it was the year of the small indie flick. I really didn't feel that way. I was, I felt oh. it was kind of the big movies year. I think there was no real Dave D that stood out, you know, like really yeah. jumped out this year. And I also feel kind of, it was a lot of these indie quirky movies were kind of um, the slumdog millionaire effect. And I think mm. that's kind of wearing off a little bit. I think some something like Dobi Ghat or Zindagi Na Mulegi Dubara, I don't feel they're indie movies per se. When you have Amir Khan in your movie, when you have Ritik Roshan in, in the movie, it's not an indie movie anymore, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, like there are maybe a few, but they were very small. I mean, like even show in the city, it wasn't really a big success in any way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, people that found it liked it a lot, but it wasn't like, you know, Dave D, everybody was talking about it. Now that's kind of the one that's jumping out in my mind, but um, I'm sure there were some other examples a couple of years ago where there were a lot more kind of indie movies. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Well, I, I don't know, I think, think um, I saw Yes Ali Zindagi and like Shaitan I'm in love with. But um, I know it's, I, I guess it went like super big hits, but it was like there were so many in each month that were offered on the plate as an alternative, I guess, to all the biggies. But I know I like those ones, but, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they're not as, I know they weren't as like uh, popular. So like they, I Am, which I loved, that was like, that was released, I guess, alongside Short in the City and then like just before like all the big movies so yeah yeah so yeah they weren't as big but they were like there were lots of them so i think yeah. there's more like a business for making movies like that yeah i think the other big success you could say is delhi belly but again if you ha- have amir khan producing a movie it's not a small indie flick in my mind at least yeah. not anymore no and that's what i was gonna say because i loved shore in the city that's it you know it's such a good movie but you know, when Ekta Kapoor is producing and, I mean, Tushar, he's not like a big star, but 